Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're ready for a great weekend. We're going to have a fun show for you here today. Pam and Ricky join me, and we have a fun exercise on today's podcast, something I used to do with my students when I was a teacher in sixth grade. We tackle a topic that we did way back about three years ago. Scott and I talked about this. We did a Mount Rushmore of Walt Disney World resorts, but back then, Scott and I both came to the table with our own individual choices for our top four resorts that we thought would go on a Mount Rushmore for Walt Disney World. However, today, we collectively, Pam, Ricky, and myself, lock ourselves on the podcast, and I'm not going to end the show until we can collectively come up with our solid choice of the top four Walt Disney World resorts. So we have to give and take, we have to compromise, we have to defend our choices. We end up putting out about seven or eight choices. We we nominate some. We talk about why these need to be t- discussed, why these resorts are worthy of going on a Mount Rushmore of Walt Disney World resorts. And then in the end, we have to whittle it down to four. So did your resort make our list? Are, is your resort chiseled on the Walt Disney World uh, Mount Rushmore? See in the end. And then if not, let us know on the social media at be our guest Mike. Tell me, where do we go wrong? Where do we go right? Of course, our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. One extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. Be our slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. You can support the show for just $5 a month for all these shows, and you get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over and join us this weekend. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,335 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Yes. Give yourself a pat on the back. You made it to another weekend. Well, I know you got to get through work today, right? But I mean, I saw... Listen to this. I saw a study last weekend on the weekend news, you know, and it's one of those things I get up early, I get on the treadmill on Saturday and Sunday mornings. And the weekend news is always a new anchor. You know, they're, they're trying to find their way in the world. They're usually younger and they're, you know, learning how to read the teleprompter and all that stuff. And here comes a study about, I don't even know where it was from, but it talked about how some university has done this study. And I guess they put some kind of device on computers at some big business And the the results of the study were Friday afternoons are the least productive time in the office. And, but it was judged by keystrokes and how many errors were made on the keyboards and all this kind of stuff. Well, no kidding. Are you, are you kidding me? Like captain obvious. You needed a study for this. I could have told you this like a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, every business knows right i mean it's it's friday afternoon man listen to a podcast and, and plan your next disney vacation time right i mean because you get the friday sleepies hey you, you eat that big <laughs> lunch and 
you know, you're, you're getting ready for Friday Night Lights uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Anyway, so we're going to have a good show for you. We're keeping you company, whether you type it or not. But I mean, sometimes you just got to power through to five o'clock and get it done. That's what we do. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep you entertained here, whether you're getting to work, powering through a Friday afternoon, or hey, you're listening on the weekend, whatever it is, we're here with you. Thanks for being here. Joining me today, we have Ricky from the mouseforless.com. Happy Friday, Ricky. What's up? Are you powering through this Friday? I am powering through as best I can. Yeah, we've had some... uh some changes at work so you know getting uh getting into the swing of, of learning a bunch of new things has been super fun uh so friday i'm kind of like okay i'm done uh but uh with all that being said let's get to the big topic at hand and that is the bogp auction is coming and i need your items so i'm gonna harp on this uh another week uh because you know we're getting close to that deadline um so i need these items asap for the auction um i actually need them by the 28th of this month so uh, please if you have something that you would like to send to me if you are a crafter and you've got some things that you've you know, made, or if you've been at Disney and you've bought some things that, oops, maybe you didn't need anymore, whatever, you know, or you've just bought stuff for the auction. Hey, you know what? That's great too. Um, So if you would like to send me anything for our BOGP auction, you can actually email me at bogpauction at gmail.com. And I will be happy to get you the information on sending me uh, the, the content and where that's going to need to go. So please, uh, contact me, get your stuff in and, uh, I would be happy to assist, but we've got some great items and I can't wait to see what else we get. So, yeah. All right. Sounds great. And also joining us, we have the co-owner of the magic for less travel, Pam Forrester and Pam remind the folks about the weekend. It's September 8th and 9th down at give kids world. It is. And we're having a volunteer opportunity. So you can join us and do that. That is on the 8th. That is the Friday. We will be volunteering that morning at Give Kids the World as a group. Please make sure that you head on over to the Magic for Less Travel Facebook page. There is a link where you need to register. um, And this link will actually tell you how to register as part of our group. And then if you've never completed the volunteer portion at Give Kids the World, the instructions on how to do that, that there will be a link to that as well. Please make sure that you fill out our form though. It's a Google form so that Give Kids the World knows that you're coming with our group to volunteer with us. We're looking forward to that. And there's some great items that are going to be available um, for auction slash raffle. Um, you know that Disney Cruise Line speaker that everyone's so excited about? Oh, yep. no way. We have one of those. Seriously, that thing is the bomb. Uh, we do. So it's a mini, um, it's a mini Disney can't, wish. So my cruise is coming up and I still can't decide if I need to like buy it or not because um, I, I can the still answer buy it. is yes yeah, but then, I let Mr. Fiscally responsible you remember really that let me warn that. you though the box for that thing is huge it's it is, big it's big it is, it's big. We also right. have a um, Disney vacation that we're giving mm-hmm. away um, that we would love to see um, you all win. We have some Universal Orlando tickets. So if you're thinking of going to Universal Orlando sometime this year, that's something that you can do. So all these things, um, hopefully we'll be previewing some of this soon and you'll be able to start thinking about what you want to bid on. So. And the thing I've always yeah. enjoyed over the last, because we've done this now for over a decade, where we've, you know, we used to do the 12 hour live show when we were young and spry and could sit. <laughs> 
If I sat for 12 hours right now, I would, I'd have sciatica. I mean, I have sciatica just recording these shows when we do them for like two hours now. I can't, I can't sit that long. Um, and we're going for six hours. We'll be on the air on the 9th from 12 to 6 Eastern. So join us either live. If you can't make it down in in the audience and give kids a world, we'd love to have you come by and be a part of the show. So please do come to the village and be a part of it if you can. But if you can't, join us in all the locations here, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, and give us a call because we'll have the video conferencing so you can, you can be a part of the show that way. And we'd love to hear your stories. And, you know, for six hours, we need you to call us. We, it's like a Sunday night, but for six hours. Um, but one of the things I, I remember from all the past 12 hour shows that we've done for give kids a world is like the stories of little kids that have set up like lemonade stands and collect, you know, they, they raise like 28 bucks, you know, because they, they sold their, their collection of bouncy balls and, you know, sold lemonade at the, you know, at the garage sale. And they, you know, they raised that money to give to kids that were in need, you know, families that were, that were struggling down to give kids a world, you know, going through these, these challenges. And I just love those stories. Like when you can donate, cause of course we're going to have auction items. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have raffles, but you can straight out donate to folks, you know, and that those donations are just purely out of the kindness of your heart. And if you can kind of, you have a month right at this point, like three weeks or so to kind of, you know, build that budget. So if you can find that, you know, in your budget, and I know times are tough, you know, times right now, inflation and stuff, I get it. But if you can't, it, I understand. But if you can, you know, I'm playing that in. I just love when the little kids can find a way to earn some extra money to, to donate to the village because it means a lot. And it, I just love being able when they can come on with us and share what they did, you know. So if you can have your kids do that, you know, come up with a project over the next few weeks and maybe if you could have them be a part of the show on that Saturday and let us know how they raise that money. I would love to hear those stories and be able to share that. That's kind of what this is all about. We're all doing what we can to, to help the families. Don't you think, Pam? I love those from the past. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we will be taking donations during the um, live show and there will absolutely be some opportunities to get some matching things in there to mm -hmm. reach some goals. So um, yeah, please join us for that. We, it's really important, especially during times like this, that we raise money for charities like this. If you don't know about Give Kids the World, it's one of the highest rated charities in the country. It Just do a little research and see. They spend their money so fiscally well. And our, that makes our donation go that much further. And, and I love that. I love that we have that opportunity. So um, join with us that day for sure, any way that you can. And um Hopefully we'll have the ability to donate up to a little before too, so that we know when that will be. So. All right. So today we're going to, we're going to have some fun. We are going to do something and put a twist on it. We're going to go back to one of the shows that we've done in the past. I looked and we did a show similar to this back in 2021, but it was just myself and Scott. So the ladies were not involved in this at all. So this is going to be a different take on it. And it was episode 2017. So it's been a while. It's been, you know, 300 episodes or so. Whew, time moves fast on our show. <laughs> it, was only, it, was, it was December 30th of 2021. So it was the very last show of 2021. Um, but Scott and I did a Mount Rushmore of like Walt Disney World restaurants, uh, attractions, and resorts, I think it was. And what I wanted to do, because we, we both gave our own lists for that show. And we kind of talked about them. But here's what I wanted to do. It's back to school time. And one of the things I always did as a teacher with back to school, 
obviously was you had icebreakers but one of the I, I always when i taught sixth grade and i taught gifted four through six at the end of my career but i always saw myself more as a coach than as a teacher i wanted to build an environment in my class i wanted my kids to go to bat for each other i wanted everybody to feel like they belonged and they had a role to play in my classroom it's so sometimes being a family and i always thought of my classroom as a family of 26 like if i had 25 kids we were a family of 26 because i counted you know, like I, you got to count me in here. Like if this sinks, if this ship's sinking, I got to be one of the people that gets a life preserver too. Like we, uh, you better count me. Like when you, if you bring, you know, I told them when it's somebody's birth, cause I'm so old, like they could make homemade stuff back in the day. Like if somebody's birthday and you're bringing cupcakes, count me in, don't bring 25. You better bring 26. I want one too. I mean, I, I just told them like, you know, Hey, I, I get, you don't be eating them in front of me. Like I want one too. So count me in. I know some people are out there like Mike is so mean, but that's just, that's how I rolled. You know, if you're going to eat cupcakes, you know, it doesn't cost extra to buy me one. So anyway, long story short or long story long, here's what we're going to do. So we would have conversations like we're going to have here and here's how it's going to go. We are going to create a Mount Rushmore of Walt Disney World resorts today. But here's what's going to happen. It's going to be a collaborative effort. We're not doing our own. It's going to be for all three of us combined. And the door is going to lock. I didn't make a I should have put this on the soundboard. I was too lazy. I did not. We are not leaving this classroom until we can come to a consensus like a jury. It's like it has to be a unanimous decision. <laughs> We are going to be sequestered until we come up with a solid Mount Rushmore of Walt Disney World resorts. Now, Ricky in the pre-show before I hit the record button said, "Are we going to have one from the value moderates into No, I don't know. That's All part right. of the deal. Like this is a an exercise in debate. This is an exercise in compromise. This is an exercise in discussion." <laughs> So I don't even know where we start. So Ricky, let's, let's, let's start the conversation. So what kind of parameters should we have? Cause we got to come up with, okay. So obviously a Mount Rushmore is going to be permanent. It's going to be chiseled in granite right. and it's going to be locked into South Dakota. I think, I don't know where, is that where Mount Rushmore yeah. is South Dakota, right? Okay. So it's going to be there <laughs> okay. for lots of people to see for lots of years. So okay. what, what do we have to think about when we come up with the Mount Rushmore of Disney resorts? Well, I mean, the Mount Rushmore of Disney resorts is, is it, I would see this as like, it's kind of like a guide, you know, to help people realize that these are maybe not like with, the, obviously with Mount Rushmore, you know, those are the, some of the most important presidents that we've had. I maybe wouldn't go as necessarily saying these are the most important Disney resorts that there are ever and ever have been. But like, these are the ones that like, I feel like when you're trying to help guide somebody into where to stay when visiting the Walt Disney World Resort, I feel like these four resorts need to be like the ones to help, like help them get the most, the best Disney experience that they could possibly get. So with that being said, I think that we should go with one from each category since there are four and there are four categories. Of, well, okay. I think there used to be four categories of, of resorts. I think now that Disney has changed it with how they've done things, but you know, we had the value resort category, we had the moderate resort category, we had deluxe, and then we had the deluxe villa. And they all had like a certain, you know, it was it was something for everybody, no matter what you kind of needed. So I feel like with this, like this Mount Rushmore of Disney resort hotels, like it needs to have like 
something to help everyone have that perfect Disney vacation. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe well, I'm wrong. But. Let me give you a hot take. Okay, here's the hot take. Disney is moving away from the resort That's categories. what I, uh, yes, yes, they are. They they're, are, yes. They're not calling them values, moderates, deluxes, and deluxe villas anymore. They're called the, they're called the Disney Resorts Collection. I got that. And yes. they're moving more towards a geographical. Got it categorization of the resorts. Pam, am I not right? I mean, this is what I heard when we were down there for the AEP uh, yeah. last year, right? Is that what they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that is what they're doing. It's rough too, because when I think about it too, the importance of this, like I want these to be resorts that are unequivocally Disney. In my mind, like that's the number one factor. And I think there is a way to do that and consider their um, resort category for lack of a better word since disney isn't <laughs> using those i know categories or they still are but they aren't um right but like then think about it like i can think a couple of the deluxe resorts that are unequivocally disney like over the top disney and right. i almost would want both of them there so like that's like the only thing that is challenging for me in this space um you know, when you think about those, like think of some of the deluxe resorts there. Yeah, no, these I are gotcha. the ones that are, <laughs> that were there at the beginning and they're still there now. So I don't know. That's the, that's the only thing that is, that I think of in that spot. But then like, which resort category are we leaving off? Right. Um, I know that's why I don't think it's a hard rule that we have to go one from each category. In my opinion, I, right. I understand why you say that because you're getting a good variety Right, but, but if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna leave. I I don't know. I, I'm still not there yet. I'm not saying yes or no yet. But here's the deal. Okay, right. let, let's 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 start this discussion. And right now, I got my whiteboard out, and all I'm right. gonna. So what's one that we know has so to be on? There. Do we all, all agree? Right. Okay, here's I'm gonna throw out the first one, the Polynesian. Right? <laughs> I agree. Do we all agree? 100%. Like, it has yes. to be there. We ding, all agree. Ding, yeah. Ding. Okay. And for so many reasons, other than think about it. Not only was it there at the beginning, right. but it's over the top Disney theming right. and it's another location of Disney theming. Plus good dining. Yes. Good transportation. Yes. Great rooms um, yes. that have recently been done. Great pool. Yes. And the Beatles yeah. broke up there. And they the did break Beatles up there. broke up there. You got Plus they used to, right? They used to have director's chairs in the rooms <laughs> as like the actual chair in the room. What Wait, was going what? on there? Oh when my you God. go by, when you look, when you um, are going to Captain Cook's and you go past that little display that they have yeah. with all those old photos, look, they have a picture of the old room. It has a legit director's chair sitting in the corner like, that's the chair that was that's comfy enough to come back to the room and put your feet up and sit oh. in that comfy director's chair. They had choices back then. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, but just, I think that it's just iconic. I think so many people think of the Polynesian and it's one of the resorts that gets the most, um, you know, repeat business. People love it. That pool is fantastic. I agree. Okay. And it's got the monorail, right? I mean, it's just like, I think a lot of people, I think, I think when we're thinking about the, the Mount Rushmore of Walt Disney World Resorts, we have to think about what the non-Disney fan pictures when you say Walt Disney World, right? right. This is what, 
you know, the folks, not us would think about. And I think a lot of people would picture, even if they can't describe what the Polynesian is, they probably have seen like the monorail go past this, you know, Hawaiian looking place. And I think they could picture that. Okay. So again, not putting, I'm not getting the chisel out yet, but I got the Polynesian. I think we're going to chisel that one. I think we're pretty solid there. Yeah. But I have it on the whiteboard. Okay. So right now we're still in the nomination category. So Pam, give us, what do you think? And then we'll debate it. Give us a a second option. And we can be from any category. This is so rough. Well, I mean, we're still brainstorming. I know. Okay, so just in brainstorming, I could make an argument for the contemporary to be on there too. I know, too. Okay. The iconic style, the fact that so many people, when they say I'm staying at Disney World, mean they're staying at the contemporary. Yep. It was the resort. It has such a unique style. Again, it has the monorail transportation. It has great dining like Chef Mickey's and California Grill and Steakhouse 71 now. Um, The rooms are fantastic. They've recently been redone with the Incredibles theme. Which they are incredible. (laughs) They are incredible. So that like makes it uniquely Disney. Um, I think they still have the original pool out back from when they first <laughs> opened. Which is, it, it, it's very underrated. It, that right, pool it area, is, that, it cause, is. Because, you know, we, we actually had a pool day out there during COVID when there, you know, wasn't a whole lot to do because the parks closed early. We went back there. We had an amazing pool day back there <laughs> because the the view of Bay Lake is awesome. And then you see the view of the, yeah. you know, the A-frame main building of the Contemporary and Bay Lake Tower. That super underrated nobody talks about and i've heard which i didn't get one they have a great burger at that uh outer whatever their little uh, the sandbar yeah their little snack shack out there i've heard that burger is killer out there i haven't had it interesting i've not heard it either anyway yeah so i i like this call because i think it is like again it's iconic i think a lot of people know the backstory of when it was built the rooms were like slid in like there's that yeah. back and you know yes. uh, bob hope was there back in the day right. um was not like nixon was there i think yeah i'm trying to get all the historical yeah. facts here with all these results yeah I, mean, it's, it's, yeah I mean did watergate not happen there no i, don't think, watergate I, I, happened there. I think i think Part of Watergate was there. I think that's where he said, I'm not a crook or something like that. I think yeah. it is. I think something yeah. like I, yeah. Watergate obviously happened in DC, but I think something oh, yeah. tangentially happened at the contemporary. Yes, it yeah. did. It did. Yeah. Did he go like yeah. like that? Yeah. With the, I'm not a crook. Yes, yeah, something yeah, like that. I don't that. know. I mean, there, we've got history all around Bay Lake or uh, Seven yeah. Seas Lagoon. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so sure. we got contemporary. Okay, so again, we'll, we'll come back and we'll finalize these. We'll, we'll debate because we're going to get more than four initially. Okay, Ricky, throw something else at the wall here. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm going to throw one that I think nobody would think I would throw out there. And that is going to be, and this, again, this kind of ties back into the whole 1971. I'm going to throw out Fort Wilderness. I think Oof. that is an interesting choice for because again it has the disney history behind it i don't think we should stick with just disney history but i think that this is a really interesting option because it has so many different styles of the way you can stay there so you can do camping you can do which you know apparently was a really big thing back in the 70s not so much now i don't feel like but you know back in the 70s they were really big i think there's a huge camping subculture that you're just not a part of though because it is so hard when you want to get in there it's hard to get in there during any kind of season like holiday like halloween christmas forget it 
You're not wrong. I agree. I'm definitely not a camper. My idea of sleeping on the ground is that's not for me. Um, but if it's for you, I mean, that's awesome and more power to you. Like, that's so great. It's not for me. I about died a couple of nights ago when my power was out and I had to sleep in the hot house. Like, I oh, was yeah. like, nah, that's so- that I'm done. We, we call you um, soft. Okay, go ahead. Yes, I'm definitely <laughs> soft and I will gladly admit it. But you've got the option of actual tent camping. You've got the option of camping in like a, a trailer or something like that, a nice camper. Uh, and then you've got, you know, the cabins, which, you know, I know they're going to be doing some updates to that kind of area. But you've got Hoopty Doo Review, which is, you know, the longest running, you know, show basically. Uh, and I mean, they did just update Trails End. Uh, so, you know, that's going to have a little bit of a different feel to it. They just updated Crockett's Tavern as well. You do have the ability of uh, visiting, you know, the, the resort. It ha- it takes on a life of its own during the holidays. So, you know, during Christmas and during Halloween, people do come and they decorate. And when I say they decorate, I mean, they decorate. Like, so they bring, how, like, how many people are going to bring that, like, that 17-foot Jack Skellington uh, down? I mean, 100%. Come, do, somebody I'll be disappointed, I'll be disappointed if there's not, like, 20 of those things in the loops. Come on now, people. Let's do this. Oh, absolutely. Somebody is more than one person bringing that Jack Skellington. I can guarantee it. Agreed. There could be a little club down there. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yes, exactly. The Jack Skellington Club. Whoa. That, that thunder just shook my house. That was scary. Okay. That was thunder. That's awesome. That was totally thunder, and it completely shook my house. Yeah. And, and yeah, we just got the baby down, too. So, awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, so... Uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to say that Fort Wilderness, it's not a place that I would consider necessarily as like a place that I would stay, but I know it has such great history for Disney that like, I think that it's, it should potentially be up on the list of things of, of for this, you know, you know, Mount Rushmore type situation. So I don't know. No, you made good points. I mean, Abraham Lincoln slept there too. So That's where he chopped down the tree. Yeah. And and then he he, he didn't tell a lie. That's what I heard. He didn't tell a lie. There's a lot of history that's happened at Disney. I cannot tell a lie. I cannot tell a lie. My stovepipe hat. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Swashbuckler. Uh, Okay. We're getting all kinds of history. Kids, don't listen to our history stories (laughs) because nothing here is true. Two of them are true. One of them is not. Okay. So we got three. We got We got to throw in like at least seven or eight real quick just to get to them. We'll whittle them down. So I'm going to throw in Animal Kingdom Lodge as a a nomination. And I know this is kind of a wild one, but Ah. it's just unlike anything else. Like where else around the country can you go to a resort like them? Purely resort, you know, like you have savannas, you have giraffe, you have wildebeest you have you know gazelle just right outside your your um your your balcony there you have jico sanaa you have uh boma you have you know cultural representatives which you can't forget about that you can learn so much from these folks that have traveled over from africa that are there within the resort which are great assets to be not only service folks to make your stay great but also educational opportunities when you get to sit down and talk with them about their home, you know, their home uh, experiences, where they're from. It, it's just gorgeous. The lobby, because I, I was between Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge. I gave the nod Animal to Animal Kingdom. Kingdom, Kingdom. Yeah. Animal Kingdom Lodge gets the nod for me, I, just I because the architecturally, animals. it's so distinct too. Like, like you said, Mike, that lobby when you walk in, it's expansive, and to look out the back there, I, the. I mean, in all of the world, there are not that many resorts where you're going to be able to see giraffe and zebra and wildebeest and 
eland and all of those animals out there. I think it's just so unique and so cool. And just a real, I just think a really huge step for Disney to, to put in those things that Walt loves so much. He was such a big fan of the animal kingdom in general. And this really sort of pays you know, honor to that. So I can totally yeah. see that one as well. Well, I was going to say too, like if you don't have access to a world-class zoo in your area, what a great place to stay. But I mean, we have a really good zoo in St. Louis and I mean, it doesn't matter. Like when you are going to have the access, you know, like you could right. wake up in the morning and walk out on your balcony and see giraffe. I mean, two, three, four giraffe and a gazelle walk right past. I mean, it's, the access is unreal. It is so, I, I still, I remember because when we were out there a few years ago staying there, I remember Pam saying like, do those animals really like sleep laying down like that? I'm like, I, I guess like, I, cause I mean, I'll be honest, like we you know, we were like 45 at the time. I mean, we'd never seen those things at night. <laughs> you know, like I, right. we, I mean, we were just looking at each other like, I, I don't know. You know, like when we're at the zoo, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. We don't see these things ever lay down because it's the <laughs> middle of the day. I, but I mean, it was it was a great conversation. You had access that you don't have otherwise. I mean, how cool is it to have your coffee and enjoy that? Okay, there. so that's, let's go around one more time, though, and get some more uh, nominations, and we'll have to chop down the cherry tree like Abraham Lincoln. I, I know it's George <laughs> Washington, uh, but yeah, but it's just fine. It's a bit. Okay, go ahead, Pam. Give us another <laughs> All right, so I'm going with one of, you know, all of our favorite resorts, um, and that's Coronado Springs. I think that it was really a leap for Disney in this space because now you have both the tower, you have Grandestino, and you also have the rest of the resort too, the regular resort. And Coronado, I think, has a lot of things going for it. First, it has um, some great dining locations, but the architect in that space, the, the way that that really sort of, captured those areas of the country and there are three distinct areas of the country that they sort of represent here in addition to Grand Destino Towers. So I think that's fantastic. I think too the tower was really one of Walt Disney World's um you know after the initial build after the contemporary think about it most of the resorts are lower right. they're low-rise buildings and this has this tower that disney hadn't done in their resorts for a really long time also the dining that is there you have three bridges and maya grill and um dahlia and all, all of those areas toledo all of those spaces to get really good food you have the quick service locations as well. You have a number of different lounges there. It just is so much of what Disney does well. And they have injected sort of subtle Disney into, you know, that. They tell the story in Grandestino about they have this whole movie that they worked on with Salvador Dali. So that sort of that resort is sort of entrenched in Disney history as well because Walt and Dolly worked together to do this and they gave all those nods in that space. I think it's a resort that appeals to grown-ups and kids. And as we've talked about so many times, it's sort of located centrally at Walt Disney World. It's sort of in the middle of just about everything. So great points. Yeah, it's it's it is 
I mean, I keep going back there again and again. But I remember, though, you mentioned the part about building the tower. When they started first building that tower, I was like, what are they doing? Like, right? everything at Walt Disney World's flat. Like, this is yeah. going to screw up. I just remember I was mad because I don't like change. You probably noticed what? that over the past 15 years. I'm not <laughs> good with change. This is brand new information. I, I just remember, I'm like, dude, this is so messed up. They're building a tower. Like, it's going to look like a Holiday Inn. Like, this is, I was fired. <laughs> like, internally, I was just, like, bothered by this. It bugged me because, like, you know. The ranchos, the casitas, and not only that, but I mean, Pop Century was flat. Court, you know, Caribbean Beach was, you know, everything was like two, three, four stories. Riverside, mm -hmm. French Court, everything was like you don't go over four stories. Like that's our unspoken rule here at Walt Disney World, people. <laughs> Unless it's the contemporary, you know, it's cool. Like that's its thing. Leave it go. You know, Wild Wilderness Lodge. Okay, well, it's behind some trees. That's cool. You know, but there were a couple exceptions. But that was just like, dude. Don't do it. You know, and now ever since, you know, we have towers going everywhere. Riviera, you got, you know, or the Polynesia now, you know, so it, it's fine. It, it's it's actually better than fine. It's awesome. So, yeah. Coronado. Okay, Ricky, give us one more and I'll give one more. Then we'll start cutting and we'll, we'll uh, get the chisel out. I mean, I think we would be remiss if we didn't add Pop Century to this list. I mean, you know, uh, it's it was... It, Yes, it has a, a soft spot in my heart uh, because it's the first resort that I stayed at. But, you know, overall, it's just a fantastic resort. I mean, the themes are so great. It's it has that Disney feel, uh, you know, without you know, you've got the, the characters there, you know, the, the larger than life characters. So it's got like when people I feel like when, you know, I, I feel like when a lot of people you know, think about staying at a Disney resort. That's kind of what they're thinking. Like, I want to stay at the resort with a big, larger than life Disney characters outside. Um, unless they want to stay, you know, at a, at a fancy resort, uh, you know, then, then I feel like, you know, something like the Polynesian is a little more, you know, like something that they want to stay at. But, you know, when I was, when I was growing up, it was the larger than life Disney characters that I wanted to stay at. You know, maybe that was just me being a kid, but, um, you know, I feel like, it has so much there. You've got the food court, which is fantastic, and everything pop, the shop, which again is for some reason one of my favorite shops in all of Walt Disney World, and I have no idea why. Something is different about the merchandise there. I don't know what it is. It's the same merchandise, I feel like, that's everywhere else. No, they have unique special. stuff. They do yeah. have unique stuff. Their store, Everything Pop is a great store. It's such a fantastic store. Um, and, you know, you've got the Skyliner there now. So they've got that unique transportation method. Um, I just, I feel like, and they have, so, like, you know, the food court, they have such unique, you know, items, you know, in on the menu, uh, you know, like the the tie-dye cheesecake. And oh my gosh, Pam, I mean, remember Twinkie Tiramisu? I mean, yes. they had Twinkie Tiramisu. I don't think they have that anymore, but I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you still own the website, do. don't you? I do. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I bought like it. I was bitter as heck. <laughs> God, that was years ago. I remember that. You bought yes, it on your I show. remember you buying TwinkieTiramisu.com. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I still so, have it. <laughs> I mean, don't let go of it now. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm just saying like, it is such a great and it's a value resort. So it's there for everybody, you know, whether, no matter whether, what kind of budget you have. Uh, I just, I feel like it's just such a great all around resort that you have to include it. Good arguments. And it's a great place to just get some exercise. Like you get either two options. You could run around Hourglass Lake, which is a beautiful run, especially at sunrise. But also just, if you want to take a walk around the resort, you can read those, uh, you know, those little signs give you stuff about each decade you sure. can see the, the icons you know, the potato heads you can see you know the twister game you know, stuff yeah. like that it, it's a great resort that's man you're making this tough okay so i had to think about my last one i want to throw in here then we're gonna start cutting 
so hard. We got the we got it. Sure we got all the categories represented. Man, because we don't have anything from the Crescent Lake area. We don't have Beach Yacht or Boardwalk, and we don't have Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge, from an aesthetic standpoint, I really want to add because it is gorgeous. But Beach Beach Club's got Stormalong Bay, and it's got Crescent Lake. Boardwalk has its thing. Man, I'm really having a hard time. And I like French Quarter too, like in the moderate category. I think at this point, he's just naming every resort. I know. So, well, I yeah. mean, the whole time you're talking, I was trying to think like, what am I going to nominate for my last <laughs> one? I'm just going to go Beach Club for Stormalong Bay because because it's got such a great. I mean, but the hotel. I mean, it's it's a it's a super hotel, but I don't think it's like. I just don't think it's going to win. I don't think it's getting past these other ones. I just don't think it has a chance. Stormalong Bay is an amazing. It's that it's a mini water park. It's got beach. It's got beaches and right. cream. It's got the Crescent, uh, Crescent Lake views. You can walk to Epcot, obviously right there. You can walk to a major theme park. You can walk to the studios. You can get on the sky. It's got so many things going for it, but I just don't think it has enough of a gimmick as far as the hotel hotel. I think that's the only thing it doesn't have. So I have beach club. Okay. So are we all locked in on the Polynesian chisel? We're good on that. So we can yeah, get it down to the chisel three. Out. Okay, chisel, so yes. Polynesian's in. Okay. So the other ones we have contemporary Fort wilderness, animal kingdom lodge, Coronado pop and beach club. Pam, which one would you say is your like number two for sure? It's hard. I know it is. I think I'm going to do contemporary. I think I'm going to do contemporary. I would too. What about you, Ricky? Is that going to be one of your four slots? Because we have three left. Does yeah, I, know, I can do math. Thank I'm just you. making sure. I'm gonna, you know, dead, dead air <laughs> He's trying to help you. I know, I know, I know. I'm like, I, I got math, Mike. Uh. Dead air is terrible for podcasts, so I got to keep talking. So, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Okay, all right. I... Uh, I, I I want to say yes. I I I'm, I want to say yes, but part of me uh, part of me thinks that I'm trying again. I'm I'm stuck on this, like kind of having things from different categories. And but but the contemporary is so close to the Polynesian too. Like it's right next door. Uh, so part of me wants to say we throw an Animal Kingdom Lodge instead. But I <sighs> I think when you're thinking of the, so we're thinking of the Mount Rushmore of Walt Disney World Resorts. And here's why I'm thinking the contemporary has to be there. Because think of like postcards, think of yeah, pictures. Yeah, okay, you're think right. Of, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm with you. I, okay, let's chisel it in. Let's, 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 let's go with the contemporary. I mean, I, I do feel like that. Like when when I think of Walt Disney World, I absolutely think of the Polynesian and the Contemporary. Because I mean, you, you see the Contemporary a lot of times when you see Magic Kingdom, right? You no, see yeah, like it's an yeah. extension of Tomorrowland. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's the right choice. You still have two I, slots. Animal Kingdom can still make it. Animal Kingdom lot. I know, I know. I think that's the right choice. I really do. I really. Okay, do. well, let me give you this. Okay, so you have the option of the third slot. What are you going to pick out of Fort Wilderness, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Coronado, Pop, and Beach? Pop. Yeah, I think okay. I think Pop has to be there. It's just, it's, it's such a Disney resort to me. Like it just feels so Disney. Okay. So let me, here's the, cause now we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. I know we are getting down. Cause you only got two slots left. So Pam, she picks pop. Here's the ones we have left. We have Fort Wilderness, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Coronado, pop and beach. Are you cool with giving pop one of those two last slots? 
I know. See, they're so tough. She made there's a good argument. Three. Well, no, we have Polly and Corey. <laughs> I know. There's no. I'm saying there's three, there's three that I'm torn about. I know we only have two slots. I see right. three. Oh, okay. What are your What are your What three? is this Walgreens and like you got to get a second checker? Is that the Animal thing? Kingdom, Coronado, and Pop? Okay, I think those are the three that I have as well. See, I have Fort Wilderness, like of the strong contender. Ooh. Because you made a good argument there because that's very unique. And it's got a lot. I'm very old. It was a Lincoln thing. History, history. The Abraham Lincoln sleep in there thing really has me. Yeah, it did. It was compelling. Exactly. But yeah, I'm thinking Pop Century might get my vote, though, because you made a compelling argument. And it's it's very uniquely Disney with the icons. Because it connects with Disney and pop culture at the same time. So it's so easy to connect to for everybody from Disney fans and also just people that have been alive over the past, you know, 50 years. Right. It's got a Skyliner, super unique. It does. It's very accessible for most people. You know, it's not priced out. Right. Oh, he then, still man, this is hard. Was. This is, so, oh man, it's so hard to do a collect. This is why I like these activities for sixth graders. Cause you do have to compromise. <laughs> I do. So I can go with pop. Okay. All right. So now we're going to make deals. <laughs> I, think, I think animal kingdom is my last one then though. Ooh, okay. I really do. I think okay. about it being so unique and so iconic. And when you think about like the shape of animal kingdom up there, like that's going to look really good too. I mean, you know, yeah. We are, we are thinking, we've got to think about the aesthetic of the way that it looks up there. No, I, I, I could do that. I could go with Pop Century Animal Kingdom Lodge because that gives us, you know, a, a, I you know it's a Disney-fied version of Africa, but it's, yes. it, it's, it's more of an authentic this, yeah. experience. You know, it's, it's based yes. more in authenticity than obviously, I mean... Pop Century is like the Barbie movie, right? It's plastic. I mean, it's, right. it's this very... This is like experiential. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And yeah. unique. And unique. It is. It is. It is. So, Ricky, like, I mean... Who else but it, Disney would take no, on the caring of all those animals on yes. top of running the hotel? No, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, look, I was trying to throw it in earlier instead of the contemporary. So, I mean, I think that... I think that it's got to be Animal Kingdom Lodge as the other choice. So, you know, I think it's Pop Century and Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. Interesting. It's so, so fun it. to do stuff like I this. I know. Isn't? Look at this, how we did it. But I think that they are so uniquely Disney. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you say any of these resorts, like, if I say Pop. Yes. People know yeah. where that is. Yeah, if yeah. I say Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. Boom. The Polynesian. Yes. yes. The Contemporary. Yes. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Whereas less people would know what Coronado was, you know, or right. I feel like, yeah, or Beach Club. I mean, that could be anywhere. You know, right. That could, yeah. That could be I, Miami. <laughs> it's weird how that came down to four. And you're right. All four of those are super distinctly like just pop. I mean, just that word. Yes. It's so generic, but like pop boom. I mean, I'm thinking of like the big wheel or I'm thinking right? of Baloo, you know, from Jungle Book. Or a lady in the train. Maybe we could just do a tiny carving of Coronado. Like yeah, because I do like Coronado. It's killing me. In Fort Wilderness, <laughs> I think it's so close. But okay, so it was, so that's what we're gonna go with. So our collective. Okay. Uh, let's get Mount the Rushmore, sculpture. Yes, working that's on chisel, chisel, chisel. Is Polynesian, 
<laughs> Contemporary, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Pop Century. Get going, South Dakota. Here we come. Okay, so yeah. here's the deal, though. So Sunday night, we have the live call-in show. Scott's going to join me. Give us your thoughts on our list. Where would you have changed it? What would you have added? What would you have deleted? That's kind of a fun conversation. And on the socials, tag Ricky, myself, and Pam. You can add Scott because Scott will jump in on this conversation as well, gladly. So at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, be our guest Mike. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T, Pam. Ricky's at R-I-K-K-I and I-B-S. All the locations, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, let us know because we love to have the conversation with you because, again, it's not right or wrong, but it's the discussion that counts. Right. So we want to have this. It's just a fun activity. But, uh, you know, this was beginning of the school year, kind of a fun thing to do with your kids, too. You know, have to have that compromise, have to have the discussion, have to give, take, defend your yeah. argument. I love this kind of stuff. Yes, me too. Why? You know, Why? it always is because Abraham Lincoln slept here. Yes, know? that's exactly right. Yes. Gotta get you every time. No, not really. Anyway, we'll be back Sunday night again for the live call and show Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. So join us for that seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. We'll be taking your calls. Let us know how we did and anything else you want to talk about on the show. It'd be great. Our show is always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Swing by the website this weekend. We're standing by to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney trip. We're going to get you the best deal possible for no additional cost to you. We do the work. You don't have to. And it costs you nothing extra. That's a win, 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 win. I mean, so many wins. So swing by the website, fill out that free quote, and we'll take care of you right now over at themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link for back to school supplies and anything else you need. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. Thank you for helping us have the updated video uh, software here in the studio for our uh, hosting our archives of over 2,400 episodes at this point, And just for letting us continue to do what we do. And uh, you can support us for just $5 a month for all these shows over at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. And you get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. It's a lot of fun. Also, uh, well, I've given our Twitter stuff. So we're good there. Our social media and uh, the stuff for Sunday nights. So we're good there. So, uh, yeah, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts are sure appreciated. So if you could do that, please do that this weekend as well. All right, we're jumping out of here. We'll be back again on Monday with a great trip report. So until then, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you on Mount Rushmore. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.